0: Welcome to this week's episode of The Versatile Writer. Whereas last week I talked about my feelings surrounding the end of a project, this week I've given similar thought to the start of a project. As I mentioned last week, we get involved in the plot, the characters, their backstories, their development, their motivations, their psyches, their relationships, the structure of the story, the length of the chapters, the flow, the tone, then the editing, the proofreading and so very much more. When we start a project, there comes with it another kind of excitement, the unknown. Depending on the kind of project we start out on, there is a certain amount of unknownness before us. I love those words, don't you? Unknownness. Some writers know instantly that they're going to write a story using the foundation of a genre, be it science fiction, romance, adventure, paranormal, non-fiction, or whatever it is that you're generally drawn to. Some writers don't have a clue what they'll be writing until the words appear in front of them. Most writers, however, have some clue what they will be writing, though, especially if they're doing it for an audience, an existing readership, or because they enjoy a specific kind of story, whether that's writing it or reading it. We often find that when we're drawn to a certain genre that we enjoy reading. Obviously, this isn't always the case, but mostly I suspect it's true. Sometimes we begin writing purely based on an idea, It could be that the idea isn't fully fleshed out yet, and so we have no idea where it's going at all. It could be that the idea needs to be fleshed out as the story is written, or it might be that we've already spent weeks or months fleshing out every single chapter before we even write the first word. Every writer's process is completely different, and some writers' individual processes are different from the last story. That's the category in which I fall. Some of my ideas for stories are based on vivid dreams I've had. Once back in the real world, I can bring with me the essence of the dream, add logic to it, something that's quite often lacking in dreams, and flesh it out to something readable. Other times, the dream evolves into something else completely. Once I had a dream where I knew the essence of the story, the title, the main character's first and only name, and even the front cover of the book, I'm still fleshing that one out. The dream was ever so simple to think of, but that was without logic. Add logic to it, and now it's particularly complex, and that's why it's taken me some time to figure it out. Other stories of mine might be based on a title that I really like, and I'll work around it, asking those obvious questions, who, what, where, when, why and how. I design a kind of spider diagram and fill in the answers to the questions. Once I begin writing, I generally have more questions that need answering and fill it in as I go. The last big story I wrote finished in the first few days of February 2021. Since then, I've played around with a few of my existing works in progress, but nothing has yet grabbed hold of my excitement. I tend to feel that it's mostly because I put so much into a story. I've nothing left for a while. I literally have no energy available to begin or continue with another story, not until my energy reserves have refuelled again. That refuelling often comes at the same time as a new story idea. You can almost imagine the energy packs on my back being illuminated with shocking blue electricity shooting out like lightning into all corners of the room. Once the packs are filled and the new idea has taken hold, I'm back in that literary saddle, ready to go off with my stallion on another adventure. The unknownness gets completed quickly, yet at the same time it alters, changes completely or evolves, and the story is away. This can happen at any time. As I mentioned, I'm very much in tune with my subconscious and my dream life. For me, this is often the starting point. Whatever may have influenced my dreams, whether it's something that someone mentioned to me during the previous week, a line from a movie, maybe the clothing an actor wore in a TV show, seeing my family... Caring for my cat, whatever. Something will get through and an idea will be born. Add to that a view from one of the many walks I go on, watching the wind blow through the leaves on the trees, seeing people walk up and down my street, recalling friends from the past. Pretty much anything can influence my dreams and ultimately my stories. I've generally got several short stories in the pipeline at any one time. One of them was written for my writing group and kept progressing. A few weeks ago, I stopped and realised it wasn't going anywhere, at least certainly not quickly enough for me anyway. I was losing interest, and if a writer loses interest, then chances are the reader will too. If a reader loses interest, they simply put down the book, may never pick it up again. And this is not a great look for a writer. But that's way down the line. Let's back up a few steps. Getting the idea, first of all, is what we're thinking of here. The unknownness, the excitement, the apprehension, the not knowing if the story will be a good one. A short one, a long one, a novel or even a piece of flash fiction. Sometimes you begin writing and then before you know it you've written 80,000 words. It's true, other times you can be writing for five minutes, take a short break and pick up your phone. Half an hour later you realise you've been lost in social media because it was more interesting than your story. Or it could be that you were looking at social media because your subconscious was working on the story and you've nothing to write yet because it's still brewing. Creative writing isn't always easy. In fact, it's more likely difficult than easy. But then if it's so difficult, why do you want to do it? I hear you ask. Because when it works properly, it is so much fun. Getting down that very first draft is often the most fun. I've got another science fiction stroke dystopian story I've been working on for about a year now. It's still being worked on. There are still a lot of areas that don't make sense. And I still have a lot of work to do regarding the plot, the structure, the characters, all parts of it. I'm 30,000 words in and I still know that there is a complex plot that needs simplification if I'm to give it a shot. Actually, thinking about it, I might play with that one again soon. Giving it another shot by reading through what's been written, checking my notes on it and getting motivated by it is a really useful exercise. I took a break from it in October time because I'd exhausted myself. I spent a month on other non-writing projects to ease my brain, then threw myself into the story I finished in February. Now I'm exhausted again. Give it a few weeks and I might throw myself into that first one again. That's how creative writing is with me. It's a fairly intense rhythm. In between times I focus on work projects and the community groups I run, this podcast, business newsletters and everything else you need to do to run a creative business. The starts and stops are my writing rhythm. It doesn't work for everyone and it doesn't work for me sometimes either but when it does, oh boy. Some of the prompts I've had for a story in the past are names, titles, dreams, scenarios and pictures, even textures sometimes. Throw some of those into a mix and see what happens. Sometimes nothing, sometimes great things. The starting of a project, though, can bring about an exciting newness that catapults you halfway into the book. The unknown part of it is twofold. It can be the best part or it can be the worst part, depending on your circumstances. If you need to get it written, published and get money coming in, it might be the worst part. That kind of pressure can be a motivator or a tool to clamp up your writing altogether. Alternatively, pressure might be your thing. If you're doing it for fun, for the time being, seeing how it grows, evolves and completes and you love it, then off it goes into drafts two, three, four, etc. until the beta readers are called in, the editor is contacted and a jacket designer is emailed and that's how a novel is born. By which time you may be considering the next new project and the next start of a new project is oh so exciting. If you enjoyed this episode of The Versatile Writer, why not tell your friends and family? The more people who subscribe to this podcast, the more I'll be able to produce. So do share it on social media please, it is much appreciated. Until next time, thank you for listening to me, Sarah Bannum, with The Versatile Writer, on the topic, The Start of a Project.